Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. You ring. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, segment number two, Steelers Nation Radio. And more importantly, Steelers Blitz. Well, what you mean I'm funny, man? I'm just having a little fun with it, man, you know? Listen. Hey, man, it's Wednesday. Sometimes you got to lighten up the mood on Wednesday. Wednesday. Come on, man. Come on, Chico. Hey, we just try to vibe out on Wednesdays. You know that. Chichi, get the mood lightener. Uh Uh-oh. Hey, now. So, before we had went to that uh, last break, we did say that we were going to turn it over to you guys, man, to kind of get your reactions, your thoughts, comments, and concerns through the Twitter.com. And as you always do, Oh, they've responded. Y'all always respond. They've Shout out responded. to the power grid, the megawatts. So, without further ado, Mr. Wesley Euler, the floor is yours. <sighs> Did I do it right? Was that, is that how he does it? The floor is yeah. yours? All right. That works. That's how Andy Reid does it, right? Oh, time's yours. Time, oh, man. But that's all right. Dang, okay, I that's... knew it was something was yours. The floor, the floor is yours still works. All right. Time, time is yours. Time's yours. Time's yours. <laughs> D-Hev, you know the Photoshop extraordinaire. He says... Feels like this team still at any time could hit on all cylinders and beat anyone, but the inconsistency currently is killing us. The season is going to be good to find out our identity and start building that foundation for next year. No, you're 100% correct, man. That's that's well said. Inconsistency it, has plagued us this season. And you, and you talked about that, yeah. I, I think it was last week, mm-hmm. how in your mind that was the, the biggest issue, how – you know, the defense, they've been able to get after quarterbacks at times, mm-hmm. and then other times the pass rush has been non-existent. Yep. You've been able to force turnovers at times, other times it's been non-existent. The offense has been able to move the ball and score some points at times, mm-hmm. but not consistently and certainly not with the finish that you need yep. in the red zone. Um, was it Sunday? They had like six or seven trips to the red yeah. zone? Ooh, four trips to the red zone. Oh, four, four trips to the red zone. That's right. No points. Yeah, 0 oh, for 4. That's insane. Yeah. You're, you're not going to... You're not going to win many football games at any level mm-hmm. doing that. Put it like this. You go 0 for 4 in the red zone, 5 for 15 on third downs. Yeah, that's a recipe for a disaster. Correct. It's a recipe to get, in the words of Coach Tomlin, smashed. 
particularly against when, the Buffalo Bills when you're playing one of the better teams in the league on but, the road in that environment. Not even just one of the better teams, one of the more consistent teams as well. Because there are plenty of... But they don't have a weakness, yeah, really, across the board. there's plenty of teams that have talent across the board. Like, if you look at our roster, we don't have a ton of holes roster-wise. Our issue is the consistency part. Now, we know the injuries have kind of, you know, jumped up on us of lately, but the consistency has been the bigger issue more so than saying that, hey, we just don't have guys that are capable of doing this. We know we got guys that are capable of making plays. Deontay Johnson, you can't tell me he's not capable of being a dope receiver because we've already seen it. Mm-hmm. Man, somebody, I forget who it was, but somebody, you know what, it might have been your man's Deke, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But somebody posted uh, a cut-up of the second half that the Steelers, when they had that comeback against the Vikings last mm-hmm. year on Thursday, that was, a, was that Thursday night Thursday football, night, right? yeah. Sorry. The Minnesota Vikings. Thank you, Lizzo. Bro, the catches that Deontay Johnson and Chase mm-hmm. Claypool were making in that second half, mm-hmm. varsity. We know they're capable of I mean, they were both out, along with Ben, obviously, leading the show, but they were both outstanding in that second half. Even in this Bills game, you look at the first catch that Deontay has down by the goal line that was incomplete, the toe tap. It's like, bro, that's a heck of a catch. Did Mm -hmm. you even got to that? Mm -hmm. That we even thought that, because that was called a catch originally, Uh right? Yeah. We know they're capable. Did it last week, too. I mean, we could talk about how, like, we've seen multiple times from all of these guys where... We know that they're more than capable of being varsity and being full-time varsity. But the problem is consistency. The Bills, very consistent. This Bucks team, they're pretty consistent as well. And those are some of the things in terms of now this Bucks team isn't as consistent as this Bills unit. And that's part of the reason why they're 2-2. Two two, or excuse yeah. me, 2-2. Two two. Yeah. But they could definitely make a case they should be 3-1. and one. I mean, they barely got – in terms of the Packers game, that's how they kind of got stuck right there. But – in the sense, man, when you watch them, especially in this uh, their previous game versus the, Pac, uh, versus the uh, Falcons, you could see that type of consistency was a big part of why they were able to get the lead that they had in that game, being up three scores at one point. For us, though, and sometimes, man, when you talk about consistency, it's not an overnight thing. No, it is not. You know, we, we would all wish it to be. We all would just hope that, hey, man, Coach Tomica wave a magic wand. Shout out to your Harry Potter. All right. And then from there... Wingardium Leviosa. You know, and everything will be fine. But that's not how it works up here, man. That's not. It's going to be a process. We're going to feel works really real good life. at times. Then we're going to be like, man, are we making any progress? Did we regress? Then we're going to have some more big steps where we're like, okay, we finally got it going again. That is, you know, where we're currently at right now. We're just hoping that towards the end of the season, we become more consistent than not because that's when playoffs matter. That's when, you know, the road starts to narrow, so to speak, in terms of how Coach Tom likes to refer to it. But the consistency has to be there across the board. When we start being more consistent, we'll start winning a lot more of these games. We'll start getting out of a lot more of these stadiums. And ultimately, as a fan base and media, we'll be feeling a lot better about this team. But that consistency part, man, sometimes it just takes time. You have to learn through it. You got to grow through it. You have to experience multiple times of getting your head smacked to realize, you know what, I should consistently keep my right hand up and duck when this guy punches (laughs) like that. You know, sometimes that's what it takes. Sometimes you have to go through it. I mean, you think about just when we were all children, right? And our parents would teach us and our parents would say, hey, man, Wes, take the trash out. (laughs) All right. I'm tired of asking. It's pretty simple, right? Take the trash out. You got to take the trash out every three days. Take the trash out. Same night every week. Take the trash out. But think about how many times we would have to be reminded by that. Think about how many times over the course. And this is the most simple, 
thing. No athletic ability. No, no, no. Is he good enough? Are you not good enough? Like, none of that. You get the, you get the trash get, from the, the house. Can, you put it, it in a bin. You it's drag simple. it to the curb. <laughs> but consistency was an issue. All of us can relate to that. So when we're talking about this team right now, that is the same dynamic. Like, you would hope that these guys pick it up faster. But right now, you don't have that luxury because you're already in this season. And you didn't know that they would be inconsistent because when you're in training camp, yeah, you could feel good. But we also say at times, man, you got to understand with training camp, familiarity also takes place. When you're seeing the same people over and over, you can appear to be more consistent than you truly are. But this is still the early portion of the season. So that's why I'm saying, like, this is still an extension of learning who's going to be a consistent player or not. Mm -hmm. And we're hoping we get this thing figured out soon. Because, like I said, by the back half of the season, man, we need to be rolling. We do. Because we're going to have some ground we got to make up, obviously. Some ground we got to make up and, yeah, need to learn a lot right. about this team in the process. Right. But the reason why well, I'm still very optimistic about this thing is because of that. You can get through this consistency part. And everybody's going to pick it up a little bit faster than others. So we will see how fast this group in particular does. I'm just hoping that, like I said, we could do it quickly. And you know what, too? Listen, I, I'm I'm not going to sit here and act like the this is the best Steelers roster we've ever seen in terms of talent. Like they're you know maybe up there with the the Bills and the Chiefs and some of these teams. But at the same time, don't like, don't we all agree that we know a lot of these guys are capable of more? Mm-hmm. Chris Wormley was outstanding last season. Yep. Doesn't have a sack yet this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Najee Harris was a bright spot at a lot of times last season. Hasn't really shown it yet this year. Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool have been inconsistent. Devin Bush, you and I thought we liked what he did the first couple weeks of the season, and then there's been some regression there, and Mm -hmm. it hasn't looked as good as of late, and particularly he struggled on Sunday in Buffalo. But don't we think, like all those guys that I just mentioned, don't we think they're capable of more? Mm -hmm. And not just capable, we've seen them give us more. Exactly. 100%. Because, you know, that's my thing. I I don't care about who has the potential to give you more. Who has shown me? When we talk about George Pickens, Yes, he has a lot of potential, but he's obviously shown me. These first couple games, he's shown me mm-hmm. tangible. I want to see it. I, do I don't want to keep hearing this guy is capable of it. Show me. Because potential right is the dirty P word that, Absolutely. That, that we used to joke about all the right. time. But when we're speaking on these guys specifically, all of these players have shown us they are at least capable of being varsity in a regular season game. Mm-hmm. Some of them have done it on multiple occasions, which is why we feel underwhelmed right now because it's like man why isn't this team performing to the manner in which we know that they're capable of but that's what goes back to the consistency part and that is something where it doesn't matter how talented you are it doesn't matter how old or young you are that is a thing that is very you know specific to that player no doubt no doubt I'm I'm not sitting here looking at the Steelers roster and saying my goodness this is the most talented team in football what are they doing but you can point to a lot of individuals and know that they're capable of more. Mm-hmm. That's, again, part of this consistency thing that is feels like it's become a theme of the shows the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Rod Dalla tweets us and says, nothing like a business Wednesday listening to the fellas. Hey, now. Uh, Bill tweets us and says. Um, Isn't that Bill tweeting about the Bills, is he? I hope not. All He's right, got the Steelers check. in his profile Okay, picture, just so. check. Double, triple check. Uh you know, he he's likes how Deontay gets open, and he knows that he's good. My problem is these drops that have been popping up consistently over the years. Yeah. Do you think there's any chance that Mike Tomlin will take away some of his reps like he's done in the past, you know, take away some touches? With that, I yield the remainder of my time 
The floor is yours. (laughs) It is. That's one of those potential change things that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're at the point where you're benching Deontay straight up. Benching Deontay Johnson hurts Kenny Pickett in this offense. Exactly. Because the one thing, love him, hate him, in between on him, Deontay gets open. It's the reason why the past couple of seasons he's always the most targeted receiver. Because that he we gets have. open. I mean, he is a H E double hockey sticks. When you talk of a route about runner. his route running, oh. the the way he creates even I mean, we love George Pickens. We're excited about George Pickens. He's not creating separation the way not that like Deontay, Deontay does. Chase Claypool, not like Deontay does. No other receiver on this roster creates the type of separation and the speed in which that separation is created also. He wins in a hurry. He's not one of these guys that it has to, hey, man, we need some time. Protect it. Protect it. Get him open. No, 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 no. You press him, he's winning right now. You back off of him, he's fast enough to win right now. Like, he, he's that perfect combination when you're talking about his athletic ability and his quick feats and his ability to get in and out of breaks. Very reminiscent of A.B., where they're more like a slot receiver in terms of how quick their feet are and how you know efficient they are in terms of their route running but they give you the big play capability as well which is why ab is who ab is and why deontay is a pro bowl and why we paid him what we paid him because you get the best of both worlds right there but the big difference between those two players as you said the theme of the show currently is is the consistency consistency part. one player was extremely consistent a drop would be you know like seeing a unicorn it was a super rarity mm-hmm. whereas in this particular instance when you're talking about deontay yeah in in some ways, it's become expected. It's kind of like seeing horses, huh? And that, <laughs> wild horses, <sighs> like Rolling Stones, at least. Yeah. Why are you on vacation though? So it's kind of like I'm not really surprised. <laughs> oh, it's kind. Of, it's like oh, oh go to the Outer Banks. Oh, there's horses. Oh, it's yeah, horses, wild, guys. Shocked. Great, it's horses. Ah, but it's we expected to see these horses as well. Oh, it's a little bit more horses than we expected to see this time. Ah, I don't, I don't like that many horses. It could have been like five. We didn't need twenty five. Like I, I get you. Now I'm going to have to listen to some Rolling Stones when we when we get out of here in about an hour. Hey, hey. Uh, you're absolutely right. Now, in terms of, like, the touches and the targets, hey, we have talked we talked about that on Monday. Maybe it is time to have Pickens be the, the primary read on more of these routes. But, yeah, just straight up benching Deontay, I don't think that helps Kenny at this time because while the drops are maddening, he's still getting open, and you, you need that for your, your young rookie quarterback. You yeah. do. And some of the issues that we do have on some of our possession downs have been guys not getting open. And when you talk about a Deontay, he is one of the guys that consistently does get open. So he is definitely somebody that you would still want a part of this thing. Yes, 100%. Um, Doug tweets us here. And Shout I, out to Doug. I don't, I don't think we've seen Doug here before. In the say, mentions, yeah, so. no, 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 Welcome Doug. to the party, pal! Uh, Steelers need to go shopping for defensive depth. If we can't win a single game without TJ Watt, we have a problem. Yeah, but that's... It's hard to do right now. No, 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 no. I would also say this. I understand the narrative that people have painted about this defense. They're 0-8 without TJ and stuff like that. But is this team only missing TJ Watt? Just answer that question. No, they're not. So why do we continue to make this Four starting defensive backs. Don't try to make this solely Larry Ogunjobi, TJ. It's not solely TJ. They're down six of the 11 that they started with yeah. week one in Cincinnati. Remember, we broke down the math on Monday. This is not even the highest-paid defense anymore. When you talk about mm-hmm. the players that they're currently missing, this is one of the bottom-ranked defense in terms of compensation. Yeah. The Lit One tweeted us about that, too, how guys need to step up. And don't get me wrong, it shouldn't be as bad as what we saw in Buffalo on I Sunday. Would agree. 
but you also, I don't think, can expect it to be as elite as we saw week one in Cincinnati. That's yeah. There needs to be middle ground there. Absolutely. Like, you want and, – and this is one of the things that Coach Tomlin did say, man, when he was talking about the difference between your starters and your bench players. Sometimes it is – or not bench players, role players. Sometimes it is the difference of opportunity. And yes, to an extent, I would agree because I was a guy that experienced being a role player as well as being a starter. And opportunity was a big thing that I would always feel was one of the reasons why I wasn't out there. And then when I did get the opportunity and I produced, I was like, yo, this is all it takes. Sure. But I'm not going to sit here and act like the only difference between me and Bud Dupree was an opportunity. I'm not going to sit here and act like the only difference between me and TJ Watt was an opportunity. <laughs> Wesley Euler, I'm not going to sit here and act like the only difference between me and Mario Williams when he signed with the <laughs> Buffalo Bills for $100 million was opportunity. No, because that is not all it is. The only difference between me and Dan Patrick like, is opportunity. What? No. The only difference between me and Joe Buck is opportunity. So You know, I could be <laughs> Howard Stern if I just had the opportunity. So as much as I love the way that Coach Tomlin really oversimplified it, it is not that simple. Okay? There is a difference. There's a reason why you got first-round draft picks and undrafted free agents. The guys that are close to the first round, usually are freakazoids when we're talking athletes. Mm-hmm. You look at Terrell Edmonds and how he tested. You look at Trey Norton and how he tested. You tell me the only difference between those two players is opportunity. Okay? It's literally that. Yeah. There is a difference. And when we talk about next man up, I love it because that's how Coach Tomlin has figured out a way to galvanize his troops, how to motivate in the face of adversity, how to get more out of people that probably aren't capable of doing what is the necessary standard that had been set by that dominant player, by that pro right. bowler, all pro defensive player of the year. But once again, are we really going to sit here and act like the difference between Malik Reed and TJ Watt is opportunity? opportunity? No. It's more than opportunity, skill, productivity, athletic ability. All of that matters. And that is something that does get lost when we talk next man up because of how Coach Tomlin has overly simplified it. So that way, not players, he really does it so fans and media can feel satisfied in his responses. But at the end of the day, it is it's a lot more than just that. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. So when we're talking about why this team still doesn't produce the way that it needs to win a no TJ when no TJ White is out there, when Larry Ogunjobi goes down, when Terrell Edmonds goes down, when Cam Sutton and Akella Witherspoon and Levi Watts go down, and we're like, hey, next man up, next man up, next man up. Great. That's all cool. But there's a reason why Josh Jackson isn't making $20 million a year to be somebody starting corner because it's not always about opportunity. There's a reason why the Buffalo Bills said, you know what? Levi Watts, we like you, but we ain't going to pay you $20 million. We're going to give it to Trinidad White. It wasn't opportunity then. Nope. No. It's a difference. <laughs> Skill yeah. matters. Athletic ability matters. Pedigree. For that, right? 100%. Matters. Pedigree definitely matters. So I do think that that is also something that we can't just brush away just for the simple sake of, oh, let's use a hot fragrance or a hot uh, sentence or phrase that Coach Simon likes to say to sound smart. That is not how it works at this level with this particular sport. You know, if I just had the opportunity, I could be Pat McAfee. Yeah. Leslie tweets us. I could have been Michael Strahan if I'd have had the opportunity. Yeah, all right. Sound, it sounds you, good. You could be Nate Burleson. Listen. You just need the opportunity. And I love my – I felt very confident in my ability, Wes. 
You know me. I was angry. I take pride in who I am athletically. Yeah. It was all well and good till I seen, oh, that's what Von Miller looks like in person? Mm. Mozi, okay. I know you could have been Reggie White. Huh. You just needed the opportunity. Huh. Oh, that that's You could have been Bruce Smith. You that, just needed the opportunity. That's how Ray Lewis do it in person? Oh. Huh. Yeah, I could do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I need an opportunity. Okay. It sound good. Mm-hmm. It sound real good. <laughs> I could be Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. Just need the opportunity. Yeah. And a little bit longer yeah. hair. Mm-hmm. Leslie tweets us and says, uh, you talk about the the uh, consistency with the wide receivers. Uh, how big of a role, you know, does finding rhythm between the quarterback and the wide receiver play into that consistency? I mean, it does play a big part. But you have to remember, we hit the hard reset on that when we made the switch to Kenny Pickett. So, from then on, just think of those first couple of games. They're non-existent now in the sense of that continuity. So you really had to take it as uh, yesterday was a Z or Sunday was a zero step, right? We finally are going forward with this version. So for Matt Canada, he's finally going forward with this version as well. These receivers, they're getting that report with this version. I think early on, the natural connection right now is between Kenny Pickett and George Pickens. We could see that. But outside of that, we're still trying to figure out who else is he going to build that type of rapport with? Like we said, Deontay, he gets targets just because of how open he gets. So you don't even have to necessarily have a bond with him. He's just open. And, and Kenny's not in the back of his mind going, right. oh, he might drop it. Right. And no, he's going, he's open. <laughs> and, and, and it's not like NFL open. He 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 gets college separation where mm-hmm. it's like two to three yards. It, it's impressive. It like, really is. That's a big difference. Chase Claypool, George Pickens at times is NFL open. Where's the defenders on the backside of your hip, but I'm front side, so I I'm got open. the half yard of space. I got I need. you. That's all I need. Yeah, and that is just the requirement. Just to get NFL open, but Deontay gives you college type open, and that's why he gets targeted the way that he does. Whether it was with Mitch, whether it was with Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph, Ben Roethlisberger, Doug Hodges, <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger, <laughs> yep. all them quarterbacks. Yep. Who was their most targeted guy? You go down the list. You do the math. It's Deontay. Chris Oladokun. I don't think they ever saw the field together. The field Not together. even in practice. I don't think they got to rep in practice. <laughs> <laughs> but he would have been, all right? He would have been, okay? Uh, Wallace tweets us and says, I was eight years old when the immaculate reception occurred. Eight. Dang, Wallace, that, makes, that makes you a whole lot of years. I tell you what, with the uh, with the smoothness and the hipness that you've been tweeting the show Heck for years, yeah, that's impressive. I like it, man. He's aging like a fine wine. That's what somebody said. I wouldn't have guessed you were that old, cousin. They say age ain't nothing but a number. He says, so I've been through this before. Many kids, in air quotes, hey now. expect instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Man, ain't that the truth. Uh, building a contender doesn't happen in a week or a season. It might be a few years. I ride. Who ride? Who ride? Thank, thank you, Wallace. Wallace, I like you a lot. That was yeah. pretty dope. Yeah. He does get it, though. And it's one of those things that, like we talked about, and it's not a fault to this generation of Steelers fans. The 30 and under crowd, they've only known Ben. They've only known the great seasons. So It's like the people who grew up Yankees fans our correct. age. Correct. They just don't it know. It was Jeter and right. Mariano Rivera and four or five championships Absolutely. in 10 years. So for a lot of people, man, when they finally have their first real experience of what it looks like to not have that type of security, it's a shock. And everybody handles that shock very differently. Oh, they sure do. Very, very differently, There's been man. some kicking and screaming very, on very social media and across airwaves not, here not, in Pittsburgh. People that, that thought they had patience, they really don't have patience. And then the people that do have patience, it gets a little bit more tested than they thought it would. Like, some people, like you said, they want to fire everybody. I've seen man, the fire Tomlin crowd after this could be potentially the first losing. It's like, yo, it's nuts. But then at the same time, it's like, 
man, you got the crowd that's like, nope, we're good, man. Don't worry about it. We're fine. But you can see, like, everybody is kind of just reacting a little bit uncharacteristically. But that is a part of what's happening right now. That is a part of the change right now. And we just try to come up here and try to be that common voice in between it all. Get a little balance. That's all we're doing. And at times, I might need to be Bane. Mm-hmm. Oh, you think, hey now. you think you were raised by tough seasons. I was born into it. See, I'm like the Joker. I just want to see it all burn down sometimes. It's not about money. <laughs> it's about sending a message. It's like, man, you know, that's what it is sometimes, man. Some people just like to watch the world burn. Hey, I don't care about them. I'm stoning diamonds out. Yeah. If you're good at something, never do it for free. Hey, you can get your half. Just, you know, I'm burning my half. Don't worry about it. CC Ryder tweets us, you know, talking about the, the defense and everything that's going on. Wants to know, do you guys think it's possible um, that maybe the defense, It's you've got a lot of superstars, but not as many role players, and maybe that balance just is a little top-heavy? I don't. That's easy to say when your superstars are banged up, right? For sure, yeah. for sure. But it's a different conversation when you're healthy, right? And no one ever anticipates going into a season not healthy. If that's the case, then we would have elite backups at every position. And also, you can, in a salary cap league, you can't, you can't do that. You can't yeah. do that. So you have to pick and choose where you want to allocate There's, your money. When we're, when we're talking depth, real quick, how many teams in the NFL legitimately do you think right now would say, "Oh yeah, we're confident with our depth," right? Three or four, Tops. and they're the teams that we all label as uh-uh, the Super Bowl uh-uh. contenders. And even with that depth, is at specific positions. Quarterback right. depth, or they right. got a, a, a dope pass rusher depth, or something like that. It's very rarely, oh, man, you can lose your star pass rusher, your se- uh, your second safety who started every game here since he's been here. Oh, you're going to also lose three of your top corners. Look, like, at the, look at the Packers right now. Yeah. Not, not they lost. One. They lost Smith and Adams, mm-hmm. one key contributor on each side of the football, yeah. and they're they're struggling. Yeah. I mean, look at the Chiefs. The Chiefs are still great, and the Chiefs are still a Super Bowl contender, but, but, but the they're not what they were four years ago. But Chiefs and Bills, very similar in terms that they have X factors at quarterback. Yes. So which this, elevates everybody because this Bills team is very banged up, very similar to how we are banged up. But they not only have a Stephon Diggs, who's their like star. But they also have a Josh Allen. And we've seen that before here in Pittsburgh when we had Ben Roethlisberger. It's like, man, certain times the roster was jacked up. Mm-hmm. But it didn't matter because you had a unicorn at quarterback. We currently yep. don't have that right now. I'm not saying that Kenny can't develop into that. Right. But today but six he's not six quarters into that. his NFL right. career. Yeah, Josh Allen wasn't a unicorn right. right out of Wyoming. And that's another part of that difference, too, when you're talking about why certain teams, even in the midst of having injuries, are able to overcome. It is because they have certain players like that available to them. We're going through that transition. These teams, you think Buffalo ain't been through no transition? Name the dope quarterback that came out the Jim Kelly. I'll wait. (laughs) Bledsoe. I'll wait. Fitzpatrick. I'll wait. Ah, EJ Manuel. I'll continue to wait. You want to throw a Jeff Tool in there as well? What about a Thad Lewis? Can I I interest you in a Thad Lewis? Can I uh, just real quick? Uh I think I've been vindicated. You know, I've told you this before. I got one of my best friends is from Buffalo, Rochester. Mm -hmm. Yes. A lot of kids from WVU that I'm good friends Mm -hmm. with were from Buffalo, Rochester, huge Bills fans. Home of the garbage plate. Let's go. I mean, we had arguments for days about, I I was like, I can't believe you guys took EJ Manuel over Geno Smith. And they were Mm -hmm. like, nah, you just a homer, this and that. 
Vindication for Wesley. There it is. <laughs> they wrote him off. He didn't write back, though. I'm sorry. I just, had, I just had to get that one in. But in all seriousness, though, man. But like, you're right. It's it's taking time. It takes time. It takes a lot of time. It takes time. Look at Cleveland. New England is still trying to figure it out. They're still looking for it. Without a doubt. New Orleans is, is trying to figure it out post Drew Brees. Indianapolis trying to figure it out for the second time. Oh, my goodness. They went from Manning, then they got luck. Now it's from luck, and it's like, whoa, okay, back to a disaster again. We're trying to figure out which quarterback well, can we go find. Well, it was all Carson Wentz last year. Yeah. Still can't figure Still it can't out with Matt it. Ryan. Yeah. This oh. is, you know, this happens. It certainly does. This happens, man. It it, it's not going to make you feel any better about it. I just want you to understand yeah. that, no, it's just, it's that, the, that you're, it's, it's not a Pittsburgh-only day. Yes. This isn't, oh, man, I can't believe we didn't have a better contingency plan after the past 18 seasons with Ben Roethlisberger and all this success. Man, we should have had a better plan to just smoothly sail into the sunset and start winning some more. Ah, yeah, as I stated, not a lot of that happens, man. Not a lot of that. I know we could point to outliers here and there, great, but that's not something that we can hang our hat on in terms of expecting as the legend Lee Corso would say, not so fast, my friend. Well, with that being said, I'm going to go to break. So this is Arthur Motes and Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.